Well, I had a I had a pretty fun active weekend. I was in Edin Edinburgh Edinburgh Edinburgh, Edinburgh. 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 weekend. Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Oh no, Edinburgh. no, no, Jeff. no, down, down. <laughs> yeah, and that was that, that was a lot of fun. It was it was just just for the weekend, you know, going around, seeing all the sights. That's a lot of sights. Um, Beautiful very, city. Lot of lot of sights. Beautiful city. Lot of people with banners aggressively advertising bus tours and walking tours of Edinburgh, which was quite a like a ah, all these beautiful sights. Do you want to see it? Do you want to see the sights? <laughs> Here, give us money. We will somehow monetize yeah. the free things you can see with your eyes. Yes. Now Pretty imagine that. In a, but just imagine that in a beautiful Edinburgh accent. Oh, lovely. Pretty friendly lovely. people, if you ask me. <laughs> Very good, Murdoch. Very good. <laughs> Which Ooh, wow. does lead us on to today's topic. Hi, welcome to Indulgently Minimal. I am Moggy and I am joined today by Jeff. Hey, guys. And Murdoch. Hello, everyone. And contrary to the beautiful sights of Scotland with its lovely people and lovelier countryside, we will be delving into the deep darkness of advertising today and some of our issues surrounding it. We did pick up slightly on this topic at the end of last week, right? Yeah, we kind of alluded mm -hmm. to it no, uh, in our own in our own way. <laughs> this is not going to be a Mad Men style episode. Um, <laughs> we're not schmoozy. We're not cool. I, I don't have um, a drink. But in that's my kind hand. of, and that's kind of the point. Well, it's it's interesting you bring that up from the top because before we get into the negativity, I do think it's worth pointing out that advertising isn't necessarily bad inherently. There is like a need to understand that certain products exist. It's difficult to find new products, new ideas, new podcasts, perhaps, without getting that out into the world. That's maybe the good side of advertising. But Mad Men actually kind of covered that change, or at least they dramatized it. I remember very well the uh, pop, pop, fizz, fizz idea yeah. of like doubling mm. the sales of aspirin just by saying oh just take two it shows what we're talking about that sometimes advertising isn't there for our best interests mm -hmm. Mm, definitely and, and and again that's not to discount its usefulness nobody is going to want to sit down and look through like you know technical specifications list of like you know a product <laughs> to figure out if they need this or not or if it solves their problem or not like sometimes you want you know quick infographic, a short, like, two-minute, like, clip explaining what this thing is, what it does, how it might help. Not yeah. inherently bad. And sometimes they can be downright entertaining. Like, I've... There are so many adverts. I have no idea what they're advertising. <laughs> I can't remember. But the I remember the joy, the stupidity of the advert brought. Um, hey, the magic fridge is back. <laughs> the, ma the, ma the, the magic fridge or, or, or the, um, the Wonder Call Oh, the, those Japanese for, adverts. For, oh, my. For the Japanese adverts for like the, whatever it did to your abs. I don't know. But they were fun. And, you know, the long, long man adverts. Great times, yeah. but there is, as we'll go into, a much darker and more aggressive side of advertisement. Hey, for sure, for sure. And I think it's worth mentioning again as we begin that mental well-being and like that, that kind of balance, not just in everything that we do, but like that internal balance is so central to why we do the show, what we want to get out of Indulgently Minimal. It's about mental well-being and... I mean, I'm just going to say it, like, to me, a lot of advertising is downright violent in that it's designed to make you unhappy. And I consider yes. that a form of violence. Mm -hmm. in, in, insert company name here. <laughs> I've recently been exposed to, like, a literal form of violence where 
the advertisement itself was depicting you being mesmerized by the product that they're trying to sell you. You don't even know what it is yet. All hail the hypnotoad. All hail the hypnotoad, exactly. Mm. Yeah, it, I mean, what I'm kind of getting at, I think everybody's aware of this kind of advertising on a certain level. And as we'll go through in the show, there are levels to it. It's not just the 30-second TV spot ads that do this. But I think a lot of modern advertising is trying to sell you things you don't need or didn't know that you wanted. And the advert is designed to either pick at some insecurity or unhappiness that you may have, or sometimes worse, create an unhappiness, make you start to judge yourself against the standard it sets, find yourself lacking, and then it positions its product in front of you. Here, just buy this thing and all your problems will go away. You will once again feel happy if only you consume this thing that we just so happen to provide. It's quite dark. Well, car advertisements is the perfect example of this, is where you'll often see the way that they advertise their cars, they don't advertise it through its specifications and, you know, uh, horsepower and any of that sort of stuff. I don't know, I don't drive, I don't really understand cars. But what they do sell you is the sense of freedom and mm. openness and adventure. And they prey on people because none of us have that in our lives because that's just not the way the world works. And it's like, ah, but you can have this sense of adventure if you buy the yeah. Hyundai whatever. <laughs> nice save that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to be name dropping any particular companies. Let's just go with Bored, the the company. You got Bored, Bored by Hyundai, Volkswagen. You know, all of them. <sighs> so it would be nice if we could exist in a world where it was still, you know, and indulgently minimal is brought to you today by our sponsor, you know, and then just old nineteen thirty style spots about, you know, the this cleaning product that will change your if life. If anybody's out there, you could be in this spot right now. Oh, I, I do a great 1930s <laughs> American accent if you ever want me to advertise your, you know, cleaning solvent. Charleston Chews. <laughs> yeah, Charleston Chews. We, we definitely have to put on a disclaimer. Like, it, it, is, it is a strange trade. Advertisement in and of itself is also helpful in the same way that it is destructive. Mm -hmm. mm. Well, it's old as as products, Time. yeah. You, you know, it's advertising is as simple as, you know, apples here, get your apples here, three for a dollar. It's, you need people to know that your product is available and if they want apples, come to me. I have apples, everybody wins. It's this mm -hmm. other thing and... Go back to any movie made ever. Ever. And, you know, you mm -hmm. will see Coca-Cola. You will see, oh, I don't know, everything. You'll see cars. You'll see cell phones. Everything is that. Hmm? Byundi. Byundi, exactly. <laughs> Bi well, I mean, there's that there's that fake cigarette company, isn't there, that's in, like, half of the television oh, shows from, like, the 90s and the 2000s. Molly's. Yeah, a uh, little weird because they couldn't they didn't want to use an actual brand so they created a fake one and it's used in loads of things the the big one i remember yeah. being x-files it, it's it's like the american area code in films are always 555 yeah. because it doesn't exist hmm. but now you have this strange space especially in the as we called it the short form content social media where everything's starting to blur and you've got people 
selling you things that you don't even realize they're selling you. Influencers partying at exclusive bars. So when you go to that city, that's the bar you want to go, drinking the drink you want to drink. And you don't realize how much of it is advertising. And the whole thing is constructed in such a way of, you want this lifestyle. You want to be jetting off to these exotic places, sipping these exotic drinks with little uh, umbrellas in them. Yeah, You want all of this. And if you just buy this drink, which just so happens to be at your local bar, or buy this package holiday that takes you to this place, you can have this lifestyle. It's fake. Hmm. Mm. It's it's, it's, it's exactly what it is. Um, It's... As we said before, it's creating this desire and then attempting to fill it. Yeah. It's digging a hole and filling it back in. It's it's pointless. Well, it's designed to increase consumption. It's this hyper-capitalist, if you're not spending, if you're not generating income, GDP, whatever, what purpose are you serving? If you're not spending mm. the money that you're earning, why are you earning? You're... You're not really living. Yeah, which is, is the is the message. Which is completely backwards, of course. All of mm-hmm. this stuff is supposed to serve our own individuality. But instead we're reduced to little sacks of money walking around waiting to be cracked open like pinatas. Mm-hmm. I have two silly points to make. One of them is, you know, it's a continuation of my my rant against the short-form content that has, you know, recently just run amok everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Like you should is, post you should post these rants in short form bursts. Yes. Um, oh, just to you know (laughs) the irony. Part twelve of eighty of Murdoch's rant. Oh my god. One one part of it is like the fact that there's probably an established pattern of this short-form content basically shortening our attention spans Hmm. by, like, very much, you know, engaging us at every minute possible. Overstimulation, for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Overstimulation, and there has definitely been an increase in, like, the number of advertisements you see in between every other short-form content video. Dude, I was watching a YouTube video today, and in 10 minutes, I think I had seven adverts. There, there's been an uptick. There, there's there's been a did, notable uptick in this. Did you not throw your phone out the window? Or? Well, I was watching a podcast, so I switched to their website and listened to it on their website. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, you know, a really great way of uh, listening to your podcast, Indulging the, Minim- Indulging the Minimal dot com where you can listen to all of our episodes um mm, for also free. you know th- ad free for free because <laughs> ad free which is also a great spot we also have a ko-fi go donate there hi thank mm. you uh, it's a good point actually just to say it at, as you bring it up if you want good content that's ad free we do have to support our content creators in other ways and you know even if it's not us please support us if you have somebody please. out there, please support us. It's getting bad out here. They're going to take my thumbs. <laughs> if you have somebody that's creating content that you enjoy, especially if it's, I mean, I'm going to name drop Cory Doctorow because he does the amazing thing where his website is ad-free, cookie-free, completely free. It's completely free. And he's out there making all this great content and Throw him a dollar if you have it. Like, you know, he, he recently ran a Kickstarter. These are the people that deserve our money. 
And if we want people to be doing this and we don't want to have these ads just constantly shoved in our faces, that's the other side of it. We do have to somehow pay it's, for content. Every, you know, everything, everything we see, the content we watch and listen to and read and access, it, there is a price attached to that. And I think we've gotten very, very used to that, uh, that price yeah. being our, either our data or our time with advertisements. Or both. And, or both, or always, almost always both now. And to us, that feels like it's free, but it's not. That's not mm. free. We are paying. And it's a, now, you know, we've got so much stuff out there. And I think we've discussed it before about the amount of stuff that's out there now. Mm. You know, now that we can really have the opportunity to prune and pick and choose what we want to watch and read and see. And maybe we should be paying directly for that. Direct to, you know, direct to consumer, between creator and fan, mm -hmm. maybe that's a, I don't want to say a better way of doing it, but it's another a way. more honest, it's another way and perhaps a more honest and direct way of it's, doing it. It's, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely a paradigm shift in terms of, in terms of how content is created and for whom it's created. Mm -hmm. Before I completely forget, as my <laughs> attention span is fried, the point I was trying to make with the short form content is that like maybe intentionally, like a lot of this is done so that you are so tired that when you are suggested advertisements, it's a bit like a telemarketer on steroids. You get so tired that you eventually just say, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take four. Yeah. It's a really valid point because as you say, our attention spans have been reduced and it is, it's difficult. Like I know the three of us are going through different phases of trying to detox from this type mm -hmm. of content. And as I sort of dip my toes back into various forms of social media to see, like I checked out Reddit the other day. It's not fun over there. Like definitely been a drop in quality over there, in my mm. opinion. I, mm. You notice that so much of the, the style of the content and the way it's done, it's almost like to hide that adverts are being inserted everywhere. So it's not just mm. the obvious YouTube oh, my video has been interrupted once again. Okay, where, where's the skip button? Come on, skip, 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 click, click, click. It's the way that you don't even know what's content, what's shilling, what's advertising, what's astroturfing, what's all of this stuff is blurring together into this milieu of distrust. And as we said at the end of last episode, when you finally decide like, yes, I want the Gizmotron 500, or I want a product that does that job. How do you know now what's a real recommendation and what's astroturfing from company? What's I just I do love the I mean j just as a complete side tangent. I love astroturf is that when you can't be bothered to mow your lawn, but you have to vacuum it instead. <laughs> uh, fake fake <laughs> plastic grass. Fake, gra fake plastic grass is the dumbest thing on the i mean it's almost as dumb as like full manicured lawns that serve no purpose but <laughs> just, ah, just I, when you see people vacuuming their lawns there's just something just very dystopian really, it's so dystopian it's like something out of a philip k dick novel it's so weird <laughs> it, it definitely feels like are they crazy or am i crazy i don't crazy. know like yeah when we say go out and touch grass, we mean grass, <laughs> not AstroTurf. It doesn't count. I don't want to gatekeep, but AstroTurf doesn't count. Not this like fake organic nonsense you're on about. Yeah, just give me like real grass, real trees. Come on. Man, it's, it's terrifying that this is actually a conversation. <laughs> yeah. But 
and and but then it's crazy. Like it's such a good metaphor or simile. I don't. I always forget the difference. Astroturfing as an ad campaign is literally when companies try to create fake real engagement. So you don't know when like an account is real or when it's owned by a company. You don't know when the buzz around a product is because, oh, wow, this new thing. These, you know, imagine like 10, 15 years ago, however long it was now. Oh, this newfangled iPhone thing. I hear that's cool. Let's all go down to the, the old Apple store and check it out. You know, imagine today, like you wouldn't even know what, you know, whether this was a, a real product that people were excited about or just something that the the companies have created a bunch of plastic grass to make you think that people yeah. are excited about it. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think it I think it does mean a different thing, but like foganic, like <laughs> fake, you know, fake buzz, fake organic grassroots growth. Uh, grassroots growth, get it? Huh? You see? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the problem. It's 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 muddy. It's 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 muddying the waters completely, and it's it's impossible to tell what is real and what is shilling and what is fake and what is actual somebody excited to talk about a product that they're using because there are people out there that are just excited to talk about the stuff they're using. Mm-hmm. And it's impossible to tell the difference between that and somebody who has been paid to be excited about a, about a product. Yeah, sock puppets, that's what they call those accounts. Literally, you can create, mm. you can do this yourself. You can create an account, do real posts for a little while, then sell it on the black market. And then suddenly this account starts trying to sell you, I don't know, socks or a, an alternative political ideology. It's based around socks. Like socks is a form of bartering, a currency. Um, it could it, it could work. I mean, I've got a lot of socks. I mean, I'm I'm on board with this because I already have a surplus of socks. Yeah, okay, so easy now, Jeff. You, you're you're selling your new sock based uh, <laughs> lifestyle a little too hard. I, I'm starting to. Uh, see. One one of these days, but, I'm going to have to patent this idea for uh, wait, 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 subscription. Wait. Sock society. <laughs> it, you make such a good pair. <laughs> Get it? You know. Jeff. Wait, 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 wait. It gets better. It gets better. I've just thought. Jeff. The new soul of society. <laughs> that's a good one. That's good. That's, that doesn't hurt, Murdoch. It's fine. <laughs> moving on. And, 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 and moving on, yes. Are you putting your foot down, Moggy? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I am putting my foot down. Moving on. So... <laughs> I think the issue is that even though like we've had this kind of modern psychological attack vector advertising for quite some time, as Mad Men kind of showed you've had like the idea since the 50s and the 60s, something about short form content has taken this from like a slow simmering boil into just a frenzy of content that is very damaging, in my opinion, very damaging. And I think it's a huge part of why social media has become so dissatisfactory for so many people. Mm. Yeah. It's like we've, we've moved up, we've moved on from like the, the frog in the warming to boiling water, and now they're just stabbing the frog in the heart. It's, uh, they, 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 they've gone past all subtlety now, yeah. and it's just a direct, constant barrage. And it, it's why I use the very evocative language of violence, because... I, our happiness and well-being is already so fragile, right? And for some people, it's a constant battle to, to, you know, maintain some kind of level 
of mental well-being, it's harder for some than others, but it's difficult enough for most people just to live their life without somebody whose day job it is to make you unhappy so they can sell you something. Mm -hmm. I don't think we've ever really stopped to consider just how bad that actually is and how it doesn't have to be that way. Like, I really want to point out that Advertising isn't necessarily bad, and marketing is something that is necessary. You know, particularly from like uh, what they call business to business. You know, businesses need to know that products are out there in order to use them. So it's not like marketing is bad. It's this style and the way that short form content and social media has just turned it up to eleven that I have a problem with. Mm. Here's here's a silly metaphor. Fishing. You have your regular line fishing where you cast your line into the sea and you wait for something to bite. You can cast a net and, you know, see what comes up. And then there's the extreme version where you light a stick of dynamite into the pond <laughs> and see what floats. Oh, Breath of the Wild fishing. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. No, you, might, you, might get, you, might get some, you might get some fun ones. You might get some pike. You might get a Wellington boot. You might get a turbot. <laughs> you know, they're great. But like in in in, ter in terms of the modern day version of advertising, I think it's akin to the stick of dynamite. It's basically it's just to throw everything out there and see what sticks. And ironically, I don't think it works. Not in the way that maybe, I think not even in the way that we fear it works. Like mm -hmm. I know that there is some truth to the idea that once you know that a product exists, you have a bias towards it. So like let's say like I mean I had this just the other week. I went to a new place, I needed toothpaste, and you go to the store and you see like the local brands of toothpaste and you immediately distrust them because mm -hmm. you've never heard the name before. You re Yeah, there's like a sense of, well, Bolgate, Bolgate toothpaste, I've never heard of this, I don't trust this, this seems like a knockoff brand, and then there's that knockoff brand, like somehow it's not just as good or even better than something that you've seen on TV. It's, it's a strange phenomenon. Brand loyalty is definitely a point for introspection. And I think this is the other reason why I think those people that are engaged in positive and ethical marketing do things the way they do because there is, alongside everything else that is going on uh, with, you know, the dissatisfaction with the way the internet currently is, to put it mm. mildly, the loss of trust is a really big deal because like what can we do that's the question how do we navigate this and i just keep coming back to our previous solution of disengagement where just try not to watch it i don't watch adverts i try not to pay attention to them and the ones that i do i am now more distrustful of than i might otherwise be it's it sort of echoes that you know the, the idea of the best way to win a stupid game is to not play, mm -hmm. mm. and it's a similar you know the, the best way to avoid these kind of dissatisfaction or the unhappiness that might come with this is to disengage and avoid it. Mm -hmm. And but the trick is, and it's difficult because knowing what is and what isn't advertisement and how and what to try to disengage and avoid is. That, that's the challenge. That's the challenge that we're all facing. And it's going to be increasingly more, I'm going to say interesting, not difficult, interesting to navigate mm. that space. Don't know for, for, for sure. 
I know that a lot of the current alternative social media is definitely erring towards trying to recreate a very web 1.0 network of trusted people. So it's mm. you go to your followers or maybe you go to one or two social personalities that you do trust. And obviously, like these are people like trust is something that is exactly that. Like if you knew that everything was great, it wouldn't be trust. It would be knowledge. But I think there's that there's that side of it where people are trying to form smaller, more known socials rather than the sort of parasocial relationships that we've had up until now where, you know, people mm. would follow, you know, thousands of people would follow one celebrity and you felt like you were their friend because it feels like they're talking to you when they're not. That's basically breaking down the thing, breaking down the mega communities into smaller sort of like, uh, Federated social, instances, more... perhaps. Ah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's all coming together. Yeah. But what I wanted to say, there is another option that I think is so counterintuitive to everything we have talked about up until now. And socks. I get it. Socks, yes, of course. I feel like I am betraying some... Either I'm betraying some sort of character development that I have had over these episodes, or I am coming full circle into some sort of zen-like awakening. Mm -hmm. It's okay to make mistakes and buy something you don't like. I can't believe these words are leaving my mouth. It's okay to end up with the little black box on your desk that you hate. <laughs> that's, that's a very interesting take. Considering that we started the podcast to avoid this exact situation, it's strange that I'm coming to the opinion that min-maxing our life, as we have maybe started to try to do, is part of the problem. And that it's okay to buy something and go, yep, yeah, that sucks, let's try again. Well, if you don't know, if you've never had a little box on your desk that you hate, how could you ever know what to not look out for? Sometimes you need to make mistakes in life. Mm. You, you know, if you're constantly succeeding in everything, you're never really going to learn much. So you have to buy that terrible thing that you hate with with with, with a fervent fever of ferventness. <laughs> I lost my thesaurus. <laughs> and um, the passion of a thousand burning suns. Yeah, I, I think that comes with a. I think that comes with a small grain of salt. Like you need to be able to afford these mistakes. Yes, that's a very good point. That, that is key. Yeah, no, it's. For, you know, for, for many people, it's oftentimes these are mistakes that we can't afford to make. And advertisement is actively harming us in that respect because mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. leading it, it us down. It's, that completely. It's, it's, it's taking us down a rocky path and then pushing us off. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like we've said, you know, at the very beginning of the show, this is a show that is not about tech. We don't want to add another voice into the tech YouTube podcast space of people who get, they get a new phone every three months companies send them stuff to evaluate all the time and they've kind of disconnected from the reality that many mm -hmm. people are buying their phones every five or six years if that they're not and they're going buying them for the late they're buying them out of necessity yeah they're buying them out of necessity not desire mm -hmm. and it's not always the latest and greatest it's the best i can afford and mm -hmm. and, and that's another thing like when you've got people that like right now a lot of people are struggling it's a difficult period for a lot of people and the last thing you need when you're trying to figure out how to budget and make all the bills make sense is for somebody on youtube or instagram try to convince you you need the latest iphone 
if you don't get it, you're not really living. You're not really getting the latest and greatest. Aren't you missing out with your phone that still has buttons? It's mm. it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. It's it's creating a space to leave people behind in, and it's malicious. Mm-hmm. I, do, I do have a silly thought there as well. It's basically... A lot of this advertising, unfortunately, like as much as we try to avoid it, as much as we try to minimize it, ah, there's that second thought I was thinking of. It's like, what is the cost of like, you know, an advertisement-free life? Different philosophical question, but I digress. Usually about $5 Um, a month is generally what a lot of people (laughs) are charging for their ad-free version. So there you go. That has an answer. What is the sound of one hand clapping? (laughs) Uh, five dollars well, yeah. a month when i spent three months living as a hobo or something, you know, <laughs> li- living out in the world the price was i smelled bad oh so so you really you know, did it, need you know clearox's cleaning powders the powders that get you cleaner <laughs> than clean no 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 i didn't need clearox cleaning powders i needed one of those like decontamination sterilization oh, you need, chambers you need the one from transmetropolitan just the one that burns yes. the dirt off of you with radiation <laughs> the, bur- the the dirt, the hair, everything. Oh, clean. <laughs> <laughs> Literally oh, squeaky clean. Literally squeaky clean. Well, just just to finish off that thought, basically, like since a lot of this advertisement is unavoidable, unfortunately, maybe there's a different way to look at it as well. It's like well, what what advertisers are presenting to you is just as valuable as what they're not presenting. It's like you can often is this tell like jazz. It's like, is the notes they're not playing? Yeah, that one. I'm not very good at listening to jazz, Murdoch. You might have to explain <laughs> this one. <laughs> what do you call four geniuses soloing at once? Jazz. <laughs> jazz. So what is advertising? It's what they're not telling you. Please do go on, Murdoch. Uh, well, no, that's. I, th- I think that's pretty much it. It is sometimes very telling what they're deliberately leaving out of their very targeted advertisements. Ah, look, Mm. it does one, two, three, four. And then you sit down and you think, something is missing. What about that feature five? Why haven't they mentioned feature five? Mm. Or why are they making such a big deal about the camera? Every year the camera is better, it's bigger, it's faster. It's Mm -hmm. like, why are you focusing on the camera? Because the rest of the device didn't get any better. (laughs) (laughs) Where, 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 where's the headphone jack? <laughs> where's the SD card, Murdoch? Where's my SD card? There are a lot of things. There are a lot of incredibly useful features that we've lost along the way. Mm, pretty like, much. Yeah, like replaceable batteries and headphone jacks and SD cards and, well... That's about it. Like, I think no, you go buttons. any further. You go We've any lost f- buttons. I don't mind that so much. I mean, give me buttons back in my car. I really hate touchscreens in cars, but on, on the <laughs> oh. f- on the phone, it's not so bad. It's I don't. I, I was never the uh, texting under the table kind, so it's not that bad. Mm. Uh, oh yes, phys- physical physical buttons. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Anyway, we are definitely very far off uh, off track. We have wandered. <laughs> Into the woods, we are slowly getting lost. There are bears looming. So, do you guys, as as we try to get back on the path, back on the path, do you guys are have they any friendly f- pairs? No, friendly pairs? no, no, no. Can, no, can the, we pet them? I wouldn't. But if not friend, why friend shaped? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the kind of bad information that we don't want getting out there. 
<laughs> oh, this is AI written books telling people how to go <laughs> mushroom picking. Yes, go oh, pet the bears. Oh god, that's terrifying. That that was a that is a thing. Like I oh, have this I... note here that we just do not have time to cover, but oh, it's worth saying. Everything we've said today, AI will make a hundred times worse. So look forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if, if if any interest, if any interest, like there is an excellent short video on how AI works. I think oh it was yeah, by CGP Gray. Yep, it's 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 five years old and it's still valid. Oh, he just I, I listened to one of his recent podcasts. He said he's just repinned that video because it's so relevant. Yep. <sighs> Crazy. Anyway, so do you guys have any final thoughts on advertising before we finish up today? That as at its absolute basic core, there is a function, but like the problem with everything is that people have gotten involved and it's become so built around wealth and money generation, it is actively harmful to us. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah, as we've said up front, it's unpleasant a lot of the time, but there are certain good things that come out of it, like, you know, your favorite hit podcast, Indulgently Minimal. Um, <laughs> you know, there's word of mouth advertisement. You should tell all your friends, tell all your friends Please. about this wonderful podcast. Please mm. tell someone. <laughs> <laughs> Murdoch. Oh, I, I think it's just the exponential growth of advertising as, as a tool, as a platform that has gotten so out of hand that has become like very bad for us, for our mental health. Mm -hmm. And it is difficult, but I think it's an important skill to learn mm. like how to basically minimize your exposure. There are techniques, there are software tools, there's literally just unplugging everything mm. as, as a method to deal with it. But I, I think this overexposure, overstimulation to like Direct and indirect advertising is definitely having a negative effect on us and we do need to find a solution or multiple solutions on how to deal with it on a day-to-day -day basis. It's interesting. It is interesting you say that because it's something that I saw today and it is. it kind of does lead us into what we're going to talk about next week, which I'm ooh, foreshadowing. I saw somebody mm -hmm. talking about like these new like MagSafe things and you get cases that got these clips and they, they mentioned, they said, yeah, you could put these clips all over the house. So if you ever just like, let's say you're brushing your teeth and you want to like, you know, just stick your phone on the wall and watch a YouTube video at the same time. And my mind just went, why can't you just have two minutes where you just chill with yourself and brush your teeth? That's I just want to say, as a person with persistent bowel issues, that sounds amazing for somebody that spends a lot of time in the bathroom. So I kind of need one of those. That, Jeff. Family friendly, Jeff. Family friendly. Undermining my point. Everybody poops. Oh, no. Uh, so next week, we are going to combine one of our patented blobcasts with something we actually want to talk about, which is one of the ways to deal with this is just to slow down chill out and yeah you know what if there's an advert on like you have one of these horrible unskippable youtube ads there is a, an old british way of dealing with the problem get up and go make a cup of tea <laughs> you just I'll, don't I'll, watch it I'll, I'll 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 go put the kettle on <laughs> ah, see we're getting him jeff we're getting him be like a turbot and just sit at the bottom of the ocean and chill for a little bit yeah yeah, as much as we could like you know, install ad blockers and try to pass through like, what is this advert not telling us? Ultimately, we could just, just get up and don't watch it. 
<laughs> okay, so we have been indulgently minimal. We are on many social media platforms, Instagram, Mastodon. So if you check out the show notes, we have links there. We're also on Coffee. So if you like what we do and you want to help us out, keep the show ad-free, do consider buying us a coffee over there. Again, links in the show notes. It's ko-fi.com forward slash indulgently minimal. Any thoughts, questions, topics you might like us to cover, feel free to send us an email at indulgentlyminimal at gmail.com. I've been Moggy, and I've been joined today by Jeff. Thanks, guys. Remember to go easy on yourselves. And Murdoch. And remember, folks, indulge a little. Thanks, guys. Hope you've enjoyed it. See you for the next one. Bye. See you later, guys. Take care, everyone.